0: Moncrief on news talk Now there is a phenomenon online known as kindness videos where unsuspecting people on the street are invited to perform an act of kindness or are subjected to one ostensibly it's all very feel good but it can often prompt the opposite kind of the opposite direct opposite of kindness that's what the Australian journalist Amal Award found when her parents were involved in one afternoon Amal Good afternoon. Uh, Could you start by explaining for us, what is a kindness video? What's the intention behind it?
1: Kindness videos are basically acts of kindness that are filmed using the public, and you see them on TikTok. So a lot of people will do things like go into a supermarket and quickly pay for someone's groceries before they can, and make it look like they've just done this nice deed, and the person who is buying the groceries has no idea that they've just been filmed mm. uh, another one could be that they go up to someone and say can you hold my flowers for me and then that person holds the flowers and they walk away leaving the flowers with the person and then they're filming that person's reaction uh in the case of my parents they were asked to uh Open a a water bottle for a complete stranger, and that was more like a test of kindness. So Mm. you know they try to test people's compassion, and all of these things are done in a way where you know it's sort of, I guess, a bit of a gimmick. It's a trend right now. Let's uh, let's do these really heart, you know, sort of heartwarming, uplifting things. You used to see a lot of these headlines on Upworthy: "You wouldn't believe what this man did for this woman," that kind of thing. Um, And now it's in the form of. 60-second TikTok videos and things yeah. like that.
0: And in the case of your your parents, the man who asked them to, to open the bottle of water was pretending to have a fractured arm.
1: Yeah, he was wearing a, a sling. It was a prop. And he's very tall, approached my elderly parent, and his friend was right beside him holding his phone, obviously filming them. So uh, it, was, uh, it was, it's quite obviously a prop. Like if you, if you yes. see the video, he, he's not injured.
0: And, and d- d- your parents saw, th- or did they realise at the time they were being filmed?
1: Well, no, no. My mother just said, uh, it's, it's quite funny because I told her that, you know, people are still talking about this. And she's like, well, you have to tell them what happened. And what happened was that she just saw a very tall man with his friend approaching her she said she didn't really like even acknowledge the fact that you know there was a there was a sling or anything like that she just kind of saw the the friend holding up a phone I suppose but it just happened very quickly so if you actually see the video they just keep walking essentially he mm. goes up to my parents and, and they kind of just don't really stop to engage and i have quite frankly I don't blame them yes. <laughs> he's a complete stranger and he towers over them but my mother emphasized to me that she saw that he had a friend with him, so why would he need my help to open a water bottle?
0: That's a very. So good point. I think it
1: just happened very quickly. Yeah, it was it was a strange thing, and mm-hmm. she said if it was if it was one of those things where you can see that a person's holding a microphone or they're clearly filming people for laughs or something like that, it would have been a different situation.
0: And, and but of course, it's the internet. So uh, what was pur- purports to be a kindness video oftentimes has the opposite effect. What kind of comments did that attract when the person posted it?
1: yeah so I, I i'm not on tiktok and i i didn't want to look at the comments as a someone with years of journalism experience i learned very early on not to read the comments mm-hmm. unfortunately my brother didn't <laughs> didn't get that lesson and he was reporting back to me and i did end up looking at it just to sort of have a quick look and see what was going on and essentially because the the man who had filmed the video had basically painted them as villains so what he did was he said, he wrote something like a like a caption something like don't be the person who doesn't stop to help and it was just such an inane statement because there was just no context it was ridiculous but unfortunately because my parents are quite obviously uh not anglo my mother wears um, a headscarf it's not a big one but it she wears a headscarf and uh, a lot of the comments were quite racist um there were a lot of comments about about them in that way a lot of judgments about uh what what a cool person or look at that person's look at look at her face look at the look of disgust on her face and she's just walking down the street with my father minding her own business and all of a sudden all these armchair experts uh know my mom's character inside out apparently and you know anyone who knows my mother knows she's a very kind person but that's irrelevant you don't know her so how can you make a judgment
0: Uh, were you able to get in contact with the person who made this video.
1: I wrote to him on Instagram, but I didn't hear back, but my brother did manage to get in contact with him and asked him to take the videos down because there were. it was on Instagram and on TikTok, and I think he agreed to take it down off Instagram, but he wouldn't take it off TikTok because it was still, I don't know what the word was he used, uh, it's still pushing or something like that, which okay. I think means it was still gaining views. Uh, I think there's a whole uh, technique uh, for TikTokers perhaps how they, uh, how frequently they upload, um, how quickly, you know, videos gain traction, things like that. So he wasn't willing to take it down yet, and then in the end he wasn't willing to take it down at all. Um, and I think he, he might have said to my brother that he would moderate the comments, but he was getting so many of them by the end that that wasn't happening. Mm. Uh, and, you know, it was quite distressing because it just really brought home to me how if somebody feels entitled to uh, create a story using you, but, you know, because you were walking down the street, you really have no power to stop them because it's not like we can report that to TikTok and say, can you please tell them to take that down? Because yeah. what did he do that was illegal? You know, it was Yeah, so there's no me, le- there's, uh, there's
0: no legal recourse in this in the sense of he didn't ask for their permission to post it or anything like
1: that. No, no, he did it. No, apparently not. Um, I mean, I was a lawyer once once upon a time and that was just so long ago. So I have no <laughs> no ability to comment on that from a legal standpoint. But I would say that uh there, there tends to be rules around things like when, when somebody's speaking more than just the visual of a person. But I know that SBS, which published my article about what happened, they did contact City of Sydney and, and City of Sydney confirmed that there were no rules against filming in that, you know, in that area that they were in. So, you know, it's interesting to me because buskers need permission, but you can you can go and hold your phone up and just capture whatever you want and then use it On TikTok or Instagram or wherever to to gain views, because it's totally
0: yeah, it's totally unregulated. Probably in most parts of the world is totally unregulated. But even if there are rules, it's very difficult, probably, to enforce them. Anyhow,
1: how how would you? I mean, everybody owns a phone, and and so the thing that you're really appealing to is people's goodness. Ironically, (laughs) watching these acts of kindness videos, really, what you know, I would hope people can do is see that these are performances, that they are gimmicks. They are essentially designed to uh, appear like they're uplifting, but really they're just benefiting the creators of these videos. Now, I I can't speak to their actual goodness. I don't know. Maybe some of them are truly motivated by that, but it's, it's clearly a trend. It's clearly something that has gained such a momentum that it's a great way to get people watching your videos. And I think, you know, we've come through a really difficult time with COVID and we still are in in some way still going through that. And I think we genuinely want to feel like there is still goodness in this world, that there are still things that can move us. Um, and if that's going to be a bite-sized video on TikTok, then then great, let's do that. Uh, so unfortunately, it's to me a little bit like the fast food equivalent of being moved. I think that, you know, there are better ways to truly engage with, you know, your emotional Side your internal worlds, and it's not going to be because somebody opened a, a water bottle for somebody. <laughs> yeah, a but, uh, but also these things—they're
0: they're essentially fake, so they're—they're they're not. That's really what I'm saying. Ca- yeah. yeah. Uh, uh, plus, also it in was... the case of your parents, it, it was a, a sneaky test, and it was still pushing, as your man says it, because it was probably getting a lot of hate. That always drives, tends to drive things more uh, than. Yeah,
1: and also. Sorry, I was just going to say that what one one crucial point to note is that a lot of the time the people who are targeted are vulnerable. Mm. Um, so even though my parents were, were were sort of targeted to be the ones helping, the ones who have been given a gift or something like that tend to be elderly, or they might be somebody with a disability, uh, might be someone who is homeless. There there are uh, there are people who've posed as homeless people uh, to see who will um donate money or stop to help them uh there are people who've done things like uh like I think the same guy who did this video with my parents he he did this thing where he drops his wallet and they film the person who's near him to see if that person will will give him his wallet and it's just I mean it's just this crazy thing that it's so performed that I I can't I I don't know why why we fall for this stuff like it's not
0: Let's, you know, it's, yeah. it's a
1: very strange thing, you know.
0: I suppose we're just dependent on the consumers of this to maybe think about what it is they're looking at uh, and perhaps not. That,
1: that was my call. Yeah, That was absolutely what I said. Because I, I when I thought about it, I felt quite helpless. And I thought, what can you really do? This is a monster. It's too big. And I thought the only thing you can do is just urge people not to fall for it, not to share it. And it's just honestly the response I got was uh, i mean i'm an author and i i I don't get anywhere near as much feedback about my books as i did about this article (laughs) people it just it struck a chord people felt quite uh i think enlivened or energized by the story because they put themselves in that position and thought well what if that was my family member my parent my grandmother or me and, you know, one woman even commented on my on my Instagram, you know, that Ted Bundy used to pretend to be helpful to people. <laughs> and, and I thought it, it sounds crazy, but actually, no, it's that's a really valid point that you really don't know who this stranger is. Why would you complete like in, and during a pandemic, why would you be touching somebody else's water bottle? It's just this strange thing. And nobody seemed to remember that all these commenters were just It was weird because they were trying to show their goodness by judging somebody else. Mm. So like they were the good ones, we're the kind ones. And we're going to show you how kind we are by by saying horrible, mean, racist things. So it was, it's just mind boggling.
0: Amal Award is a journalist and author. Amal, thank you very much.
1: Thanks for having me. Moncrief, weekdays at
0: 2pm on News Talk.